Greetings, and welcome to the Saved by Nostalgia podcast. I love the power glove. It's so bad. No! I feel the need. The need for speed. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Look I what you did, you little jerk. Murdoch. I'm coming to get you. Get busy living. Or get busy dying. You are next. And the thing is, after all these years, I still look back with wonder. Well, just when you thought it was safe, to go back to your favorite podcast app, Saved by Nostalgia is back with season two of Saved by the Bell. Clutch Schweitzer and Noah Groniger joining you once again. And Noah, we have loaded up. It's taken us a while to get to season two because we have loaded up on amazing Saved by the Bell guests that are going to be joining us. Actors from the show. We have uh, producer and writer Bennett Tramer. Many of the actors are going to be coming on to help us break down these episodes. It's been a while, but it's great to be back, taking you back. To those glory days, back to the wonder years. Absolutely, it is. And we've also procured an interview with Sam Bobrick. Uh, he's listed on all these episodes as uh, the show's creator. Um, but uh, we get into that and how uh, he kind of wrote a pilot that uh, didn't have anything to do with uh, Zach or Screech. and uh, But it did have Haley Mills, uh, who played uh, Miss Bliss. So he kind of wrote a pilot in a different world, sort of about uh, the Miss Bliss uh, episode, so we'll talk to him about that and uh, why he didn't really have anything to do with the show later on, but he still got that creator credit. But here we are, season two. It is glorious. We've got all these amazing guests that are going to be coming on from the cast, the crew. And Clint, we're starting with the prom. I want to get your initial thoughts on this. This is a big episode. A lot is going on. So what are your initial thoughts? My initial thoughts are that this is one that has always stood out to me over the years, as we've mentioned on previous podcasts. And there are other shows, other podcasts that are, that cover Saved by the Bell. But you know what? This one, um, I feel like on those, those are people watching these for the first time in, in years. They're really not able to delve into them as much because they're just watching them now just to get... Well, we have this show's been a part of our lives uh, this whole time. We have watched this show in its entirety uh, many times. The Prom has always been one that has stood out to me. And uh, coming into it, knowing that it is the first episode of uh, season two, it's important because it's a very it's very much a transition. Season one, we saw a lot of hijinks, Zach scheming, a lot of silliness. They're freshmen in high school. So this is representing a, you know, a transition. Uh, although the episode does start with Zach and Slater breaking into Kelly's room, demanding an answer on uh, who she's going to be taking to the prom. Um, and uh, Slater is a gladiator. He says, Zach is a boy. Why would you want to go with him? But So it starts off with kind of some hijinks, but the good thing about this is there's no scheming. This all is done in a very classy way, and it turns out to be a very tender-hearted uh, episode for me. One of the best ones of the series. Definitely an amazing way to start season two. It absolutely is, and you go into kind of how it started off and uh, how she's got to choose again. We saw that a lot in uh, season one. Uh, that we thought that was kind of going away a little bit. We see it here uh, at the beginning of season two. but uh, And then uh, enters a dream sequence. The guys want an answer in the morning. Kelly goes to bed at night, and, of course, we have to have 
are uh, it's become a staple of the show, a dream sequence. Uh, you left that off for me there, I think, on purpose, because uh, th- these are our favorites. Uh, just kidding. So Screech plays Geraldo. He's doing a show on women who love two men. It's trashy. It's tacky. It's tasteless. It's Geraldo. Uh, they have a hunk off. Uh, the last event is evening wear. Per usual, Slater comes in doing a ridiculous dance in the dream. Kelly chooses Slater over Zach. The dance got it. Uh, Geraldo then pulls Zach to the side, asks kind of what it feels like to be a loser, Zach. Zach replies, I'm not a loser, Geraldo Screech. I'll always love Kelly. I just want her to be happy. And thus closes not the worst dream sequence that we've seen, uh, but still just kind of in every episode, it's pretty much kind of settles there at the bottom as one of the worst parts of the episode. Yeah, it was, and the, the fact that it happened so quickly in this episode, it was almost mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, not this again. And and, and <laughs> you know, as we I mentioned, this is a, such a transition. But you know, uh, I think that it's kind of pivotal because uh, in the next scene in the, at school, Kelly chooses Zach, and it's one of those moments where it is a little bit silly and uh, can't believe that she's chosen him. Uh, but then there's a really cool moment where Slater says, "Hey, you, the best man won." Uh, they shake hands. He says, "Just treat her right." And Zach's so excited. I mean, this is a pivotal moment of the show. It's sort of never revisited, uh, except for a brief moment, I think, back in season four or five, where Kelly and, and uh, Slater have a little thing, like on a cut day episode. But other than that, this is the end of um, Slater and Kelly and the beginning of Zach and Kelly. And uh, it's a great moment. And the plans are being made for this prom. I, I love it. I just It sets up so perfectly. And I love where this is heading. It's almost like season two is such a breath of fresh air as we're getting into this, the serious relationship that's going to be and uh, on again, off again with Zach and Kelly. And it starts right here. Yeah, it does. And I found this a little bit strange. I liked it, but it was a little strange. I mean, uh, Zach kind of saying, Oh, why, why'd she choose Zach? What does Zach have that I don't have? I mean, he must've just gone to sleep that night and had horrible anxiety. Uh, just been pessimistic about his chances. Screech has to pull him together and say, you are Zach. Zach starts stopping people in the hallway kind of hailing him down and oh my god she's going with zach zach just seems too cool and popular too in control of everything that happens at bayside to be losing it like this it, you'd expect that reaction in this situation maybe where lisa says yes to screech just a desperate man finally getting his wish after all these years of hearing no uh, it seems more like a, a screech plot than a zach so i thought that was strange uh, to see that from the zach character it was. It was kind of a moment that I, I I do think it brought it down a little bit. Like Zach gets this date to the prom. It's Kelly. It's you know the love of his life. It's finally happening, and it's just kind of odd, maybe oddly placed. But like it just shows you where Zach, where his mentality was about Kelly this whole time, and it's finally happening. Thought it was interesting in this scene. There's actually a banner in the hallway of the school. It's promoting an exploratorium field trip, uh, <laughs> and I don't know exactly what was going to become of that. I guess maybe that's. Like a planetarium? I don't know what an exploratorium is, but I guess you need to sign up for that in the office. So I, I don't know. I don't know what was going to happen there. The exploratorium, though, that that was the big banner on the hallway. I always like to see what the banners in the hallway say. Um, but and the, so after this stroke of luck happens, you mentioned uh, you know, uh, Screech. He's going to make one more desperate play. He's going to try to go to uh, the prom with Lisa, and she says that she'll go. To, with him when worms have ears just another way of Lisa <laughs> that's not Lisa knocking Screech down a peg it's pretty common but um, you know uh, Screech is going to get his moment they they kind of talk Lisa into giving him a date see how it goes 
I thought it was kind of funny how it just happened so easily. Like, come on, Lisa, just give him a chance. Like uh, she's, they've been going over this for years. Like he's just, she's not interested, <laughs> but it's going to happen. A date's going to happen. It is. It's, it's a little strange to me. Like you said, it seemed easy, but Screech did uh, kind of promise her. Like if, if you give me a chance, then if this goes well, Hey, maybe we start dating. If it goes bad, you have nothing to lose and I'll, I'll go away forever. I'll stop asking you. I'm not sure why she believed that. Uh, why would she would buy into that? But she did. And Hey, Screech gets his date later on. But before we get to that huge Lisa Screech date that everyone's clamoring for, everyone wants to know what happened. Uh, they cut to uh, Kelly's room. Kelly's talking to Lisa about getting a yellow prom dress to uh, match Zach's hair. And in comes kind of, you're not really expecting this with what's happened throughout the episode. Uh, you've got, uh, obviously, the decision between uh, Zach and Screech, um, or Zach and Slater. Uh, you have Screech uh, giving Lisa a box that has worms with ears uh, so that she has to go on this date with him. And Kelly's dad enters her room breaks bad, bad news that world peace has broke out. Kelly thinks that's good news. Her dad says it's good for the world, but not good if you work in a defense plant uh, as he lost his job. Uh, Kelly wants the family uh, to kind of sustain, and she wants to be a part of it as the oldest member of the family. Uh, she wants to help out, and she gives the money to her dad that he gave her for prom, and she lies to her dad for the first time, saying she was all right with the decision. Uh, and I thought this was really good acting by Tiffany. Uh, she grabs her teddy bear, cries, saying it's the first time she ever lied to her dad. I thought that was a really nice piece of acting by her. Uh, and you kind of see that relationship with, that she has with her dad and the family, how they, how she cares so much. Her dad didn't want to take the money, but she said uh, that uh, her dad fixed her smile when he could have used the money uh, in other places and um, her smile is better than his golf swing. So it was a sweet moment, a sentimental moment. Uh, you weren't expecting it, uh, but you get a look into that relationship. It was the first time and last time we ever see Kelly's dad, who's played by John Mansfield as Frank Kapowski. And I thought that, that it was a really tender moment between these two. And I loved the scene. Like it really, you know, it added some seriousness, it added some depth uh, to the Kelly's character for the first time, really, in a lot of season one, she was kind of a Passover character when, Zach, you know, Slater and Zach weren't vying for her attention. She she just didn't bring a whole lot. But now, really seeing her in, in this element in her home and with a, her family dynamics, you know, suffering a blow, um, not able to go to the prom, it just sort of was, I thought it was a well-written scene and a good plot point here to drive a wedge between her and Zach. Now, I don't like the way, the what they do with it as far as, you know, she doesn't wind up telling Zach. She yeah. tries to hide it from him because Zach's so excited at school the next day. He's talking about renting, you know, renting a limousine and <laughs> with He's got a, his tux. A, yeah, I think it's got a CD and a VCR and <laughs> all that stuff. And and she just, I don't like that because it seems a little disingenuous. It seems like she would owe Zach that much to tell him that she can't go to the prom. Am I off base on that? Like it was just no. I didn't know where she was going with that. Like, what was the ultimate end goal? Like, just not tell him and just hope the prom is canceled and you don't have to. Die. I don't. I. I. It didn't quite make sense. And uh, just with Kelly saying how it was the first time that she's ever lied to her dad, and now she's just continuing that by just kind of keeping this from Zach. I didn't get what the end goal was, so it didn't quite make sense for me either. Especially when she just basically kind of ghosts him uh, here and just kind of like he says he keeps trying to call her and she keeps 
you know, her parents keep saying she's washing her hair. It's just kind of like she's avoiding him. It's just kind of odd. Although there is a prom committee meeting that she's still uh, involved in. It's good to see Dion Zamora as Ellen Fairbanks once again. We saw him, I believe, briefly in season one. He's back for season two. We're going to be talking to him and having him reprise some of his key lines uh, from this from this show. But there is a prom committee meeting. Zach wants to call it Zach and Kelly's prom. And Zach is uh, really trying to get this over. I think that'd been a great title myself, even though Kelly is not going to make it. Well, yeah, but I, I still think the banner looked nice. Zach went to the trouble of having it made. Uh, I don't know why Mr. Belding shut it down. Uh, Zach says, but sir, it sings. Just look at it. Uh, Mr. Belding says you just can't do it. I'm not sure why. You have that power. Make it happen. Uh, but like you said, Dion Zamora, he's great in this scene of the prom committee. Uh, you mentioned he was in season one. I think it was the subliminal messages that he was a part of. Um, uh, getting a date with a cheerleader, I believe it was, uh, by using a subliminal message. That kind of testing out that theory. Um, but uh, yeah, Alan Be Fairbanks is in charge of food. I'm not sure why they would put him in charge of that. It seems like a, a dangerous task, and it was. Um, he says that uh, at this, uh, they're going to have strawberry shortcake, chocolate fudge cake, hot fudge sundaes. And Zach says, uh, you're going to have to grease the doorway to get home, Alan. Yeah, I think that's very true. Mr. Belding comes in uh, saying that all sounds good, but uh, don't you think that's all just a little bit too rich? And uh, Alan said, well, that's why we're not having dessert. And Belding just laughs it off and moves on. He's just like, Alan, you're... You're just, I can't have this conversation with you. You're too set on it, and uh, we move on from there. But uh, he was great in that, so we're definitely going to have to ask uh, Dion about all that and more. Yeah, let's go ahead and bring him on. We're going to get to the rest of the episode, but our special guest helping us break down episode one of season two, it is Dion Zamora, a.k.a. Alan Fairbanks. Let's get to that interview now. Dion, it is just such a pleasure to have you on, man. We've uh, we've been doing this. We're knee deep into Say by the Bell and everything that we've been doing, and we're going back and doing, of course, every episode. We couldn't have done it without you. We just really appreciate you doing this with us, man. Yeah, happy to be here, guys. Happy to be here. You know, it was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Uh, you know, doing Say by the Bell and four episodes. Uh, you know, many many moons ago, but uh, I remember like it was yesterday. Well, kind of what are some of your memories of working with the cast and crew, whether it be kind of the main cast of kids? I know you had quite a few scenes with Mark Paul Gossler. Uh, other cast yeah. members, some of the nerds, Dennis Haskins or Peter Engel? <coughs> so um, when we filmed, uh, you know, I was younger, a younger kid, so they would put us in school. And so we had to do legally three hours of school, three and a half hours of school every day. So I was sitting around with, you know, Mark Paul and Tiffany and Mario and all those guys who, you know, sit there and do schoolwork and talk. Um, I remember <laughs> this is around the time that the two live crew came out and it was, uh, their tape was really kind of up and on. Yeah, you know, stuff more fall and I would pass that back and forth on our walk bands. Um, one thing I do. Um, but a lot of time on the set, spent a lot of time with them. I remember, God, I mean, I was 13, 12, 13 years old. So Elizabeth Berkeley was just the goddess to me at the time. <laughs> so I mean, it was like Jesse Spano was everything. Um, uh, so yeah, you know, as much time as I could, you know, many times I could close to her, close to her, and uh, you know, just have fun with all the guys. Great, right? we would film on Fridays, and then after that, we would uh, go to a place called Ed Bebix, which was down in Beverly Hills, which was a fifty designer, and Peter Engel would take the whole cast out. Um, it was great times. 
people ask me where I went to high school, I always say Bayside. Yeah, <laughs> in the Pacific Palisades, California, of course. Uh, right. Dion, yeah. you know, um, and of course, the episode, um, The Prom, you were prominently featured in that episode, and it was kind of a seminal episode because it was uh, the first episode of season two, and it sort of moved the show from kind of a lot of childish, kind of zany antics that we saw in season one to kind of more of a serious setting. It's the first episode where Zach and Kelly kind of uh, get together. They're supposed to go to prom together, but uh, they wind up wrestling some pieces of cake away from you. You're hoarding the cake, but you... You're prominently featured in that episode, and um, you know you're kind of arguing with with Zach over what you wanted to to eat at the prom and stuff. Just kind of what are you, what are your memories of 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 that episode? And uh, obviously your character. It's kind of funny because like they always play off your character like you're like just some giant huge just fat guy, but like you're you're just kind of a you know just a kid. Like you like you know Zach says makes a joke like you're just you're gonna have to grease the doorways to get home. It's like well you're not that big. You're just kind of. <laughs> You know, I, I, I was a chunky kid growing up, and, you know, I always found up, uh, when I played parts, I was always the best friend of the nerd, and, and I was a chubby kid, and then I went in for Saved by the Bell, and they gave me this big pillow to wear on my stomach, and I, I, I remember looking at it and going, really? And they go, oh, no, I want you to be a big kid, you gotta be a real big kid. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So everything revolved around eating and tripping and falling, and yeah, there was lots of food. Um, I was very, very blessed at my time on Stay by the Bell. Uh, uh, people gave me a ration for it in high school. They absolutely loved it. And it seems more as the years go by, uh, there seems to be this cult following. And when people find out the character I played, the people I work with in my office, it, it tends to be uh, a very fun experience. Well, Dion, before we let you go, we wanted to ask you if you would be so kind to recreate two of your scenes. I think first we're going to go with the prom. I'll do Mr. Belding's lines and I'll let you take it home. All right, whenever you're ready. All right. Great prom, huh, Alan? Yeah, the cake's delicious. Have you been dancing? No, I've been icing. Want some? Uh, maybe I'll have a lick later. And scene. <laughs> okay, great to hear from Dion Zamora. We're going to have him back for our next episode, which is uh, Zach's War. But uh, there you go. That's what you can expect here on Saved by Nostalgia. We always like to bring on guests to help us break this down. Guests that were involved and on the show. That's what you won't find anywhere else. But I think what we get to next as we go on with the episode, favorite scenes in Saved by the Bell is Lisa and Screech are on a date at the movies, but there are four <laughs> people in between them. And the part where Screech is like pulling snacks out of the popcorn bucket uh, upon Lisa's command just cracks me up for some reason. We have heard... From Peter Engel himself, who's been on this show, that said Dustin Dime was a, was a comedic, uh, comedic genius. And this might prove him correctly because I love that scene where he's just pulling out Coke out of his out of his jacket. He's pulling out uh, chocolate malt, malt, malt balls and all of that. I love the scene, uh, Screech and Lisa on the date. It hits for me. I was a big fan of it. And our buddy Big Pete, um, Brian Cooper's yes. in the background. He absolutely is. I saw that at the end of the film. He's sleeping on his date's shoulder. I loved it. But uh, I thought it was uh, a great scene, too, them sitting on opposite sides with the four uh, other uh, members of the gang in the middle, uh, kind of playing a game of telephone as they deliver messages. Uh, Screech asking if Lisa's having a good time. They pass it. Are you having a good time? Are you having a good time? Are you having a good time? Lisa kind of leans over. Yes! Uh, yeah, and... Uh, she actually let Screech put uh, his head on her shoulder and uh, his arm around her, all for an uncola. Uh, Screech says, "No arm, no cola," and so uh, Lisa acquiesces. <laughs> I loved it. 
but she's asking too many questions. She won't quit talking. And Screech is so bothered by this. All these years of chasing Lisa and his lifelong love just dissipates right before your very eyes. And he is completely turned off. He looks at her and says, this was the worst date of my life. Forget the prom. And that uh, is great. Lisa, Lisa chases him out. You can't dump me. I'm supposed to dump you. It's great because it's like, for one, how many dates has Screech ever been on? <laughs> exactly. begin, I mean, I guess Bambi from season yeah. one, if that counts, that was Zach dressed up as a woman. But uh, for him to yell, this is the worst date of my life and on his lifelong crush was kind of funny. And, uh, you know, they were, the movie they were watching was Zombies in Love. And I guess Ellen Thicke is playing the zombie, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's, I don't really understand, too, why, why Lisa's talking made everyone fall asleep. Like, why is everyone asleep just because Lisa's being loud? Wouldn't they just be shushing her or being annoyed by it? Like, they Leaving? just fall asleep? Just, yeah. It's weird to me. Like, just, they're out. Um, and then, in the middle of this, like, Kelly kind of finds her moment, panics, and says, like, <laughs> runs away. Like, terrible that Kelly did that because everything else was going so well. And um, obviously, she can't go to the prom. But to have done it in that way, like, they're on a date, and she just yells, I can't go to the prom, and runs out. And Zach just has this look like, of course you can't go to the prom with me. Like, of course something happened. Duh. That's the world I live in. It's called the Twilight Zone. Is it? Yeah. I mean, Zach just looking around just like, I, what am I, this is horrendous. I can't believe this is happening. And the next day he's holding a pity party for himself in the bathroom, punching a locker, uh, thinking Kelly's dumped him and just probably spending another anxiety-filled night uh, as he was wondering who she was going to pick. Now he's wondering, what did I do wrong? Is it, did I say the wrong thing? What what did I do? Uh, but Slater kind of shed some light on the situation uh, and how her dad lost uh, his job and uh, she doesn't have any money to go to the prom and uh, says, you got it, Preppy. Poor Kelly, not poor Zachy. Why so is Zach the last person to know this? Why does everyone else know why Kelly can't go to the prom except her date, Zach. A point to keep Zach on edge and just have something kind of drive a wedge in between them. And that, I don't know, that part is the only thing that I don't really like about it is that it's just sort of senseless that Zach just is not clued in on this. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Everyone else is allowed to know. Uh, Kelly or, uh, tells Je Jesse and Jesse kind of spreads it throughout the gang. But no, nobody tells Zach. Like, Oh, so everyone in the gang thought it was a great idea to just keep this from Zach, and at the last minute, just like, oh, I can't go. I, I yeah, and don't know how that got like make yeah. him feel bad for throwing a pity party for himself when he doesn't know. For all he knows, he, she's going with someone else or dumped him just on a whim. Like that's all he's gone through his whole life thus far with Kelly and his whole year of being around her in school or whatever it's been. So, but you know, it winds up Zach. And I love this part. This is where it really takes off is Zach kind of shows up over at Kelly's house. She's sitting there forlorn, sad, melancholy on prom night, just kind of sitting there on her bed. And um, her dad comes in and talks to her again. And he says, you know what? I got someone that might help. And, and Zach is there. And uh, she's still kind of flustered and being confronted by Zach because she's still never really talked about it. She does all this with a uh, L.A. Lakers 87 and 88 NBA champions uh, banner and on her in there. So she's clearly a fan of the uh, Showtime Lakers, which uh, understandably so, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson and, and the gang. But um, And then, of course, what unfolds is Zach offers to take her for a walk. And to me, this is where one of the most genuine, wonderful, memorable moments of the show really takes place. 
Absolutely. He's got a picnic table set up. There's candles, two pieces of cake, uh, and the banner that we saw earlier that uh, can't be for the entire prom. He's got set up there, Zach and Kelly's prom. Um, this is just beautifully done. Uh, just kind of a tender moment between the two. You see them connecting in this kind of early on relationship. Uh, she's had to choose between Zach or Slater all this time for different little events that come up. Uh, but here you see the relationship building and her falling for Zach is more than just somebody that she has to pick between uh, for a dance, uh, a dance off with Casey Kasem, uh, a night out, uh, tickets to a concert, whatever it may be that they go through. And you see this relationship building and wondering where it's going to go after this. They're having a great time at prom. Zach's gone out of his way and done something super romantic and sweet for Kelly, showing just how much he cares and how much he likes her and uh, how things could be. Uh, Kelly's completely moved. And you see them share a dance at the end, and they kiss, they embrace, and you're just wondering where this is going to go. Is this going to continue? Are the writers going to go back on this? Where's it going to end up? But it's a wonderful moment. The only thing that uh, kind of, I've always, it's always bothered me, this little moment where Zach pulls out a corsage and gives it to Kelly. And Kelly <laughs> says, Tiffany uh, Amber Thiessen says corsage. She says it really yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> A corsage. It's beautiful. Zach, I don't know how to thank you for tonight. We're together. That's enough. It's always a corsage. A corsage. <laughs> it is a very, that does, I, I remember that. I noted that as well. And uh, it's weird because a scene like this, because we, there, this is new territory for Saved by the Bell. I mean, that show was a hit in 1989. This a season started in September of 1990. We are really taking a transition with these characters. That's what this is about. That's what's noteworthy here is that, that this final scene is not hokey at all about Zach scheming. There is no laughs. There's no anything like that. It is a genuine, tender, innocent moment. And I think that takes us all back to those kind of feelings. And it was perfectly done, even down to what they were wearing. Kelly just wearing like the real simple, like, uh, Bayside Tigers, like kind of belly shirt. It's like off one shoulder. And mm -hmm. I loved it. It stands out. One of my favorite moments of the entire show. And um, really, it ends with, it's just, I can't put it over enough. Huge praise for me to, my, to the point of right now, this is my favorite episode of the show. Um, as we start season two, I don't, this is the, the gold standard going forward of what Say by the Bell can be. Yeah, I think that that's a good way you put it, what it can be. And this is the gold standard as we start off season two with an absolute bang coming in strong here. Uh, we'll we'll see what the rest of the season has in store. But uh, that moment where they're dancing and Kelly says to Zach, I don't know how to thank you for tonight. Uh, Zach says, we're together. That's enough. It, that was just a beautiful moment. Just beautiful, simple, just two lines uh, between Kelly and Zach. That, uh, and then they kiss. Uh, this episode, just starting off season two, just is so strong. And from where we came in season one, uh, where we had a lot of episodes we really liked, um, also some that we really didn't like, our least favorite of the entire series, uh, this has things going off to a great start. And um, I don't think we're going to see any episodes, uh, really weak episodes that we saw in the first one, uh, like Bambi, uh, like the the wedding episode, the mamas and the papas, um, 
So this one starts off strong. I love where it's going. Like you said, this is what Saved by the Bell can be. The great touching moments with the hilarious moments uh, really just send it over the top for me. And we get to recreate uh, the hilarious scene with uh, Alan from the prom where he says he hasn't been dancing. He's been icing. Thanks to <laughs> Dion Zamora for coming on to do this with us. We're starting off season two with the bang. We've got so many more guests coming up, guys. It's going to be crazy as we continue this. There's nothing like this anywhere. Uh, you have other podcasts talking Say by the Bell. We have a ton of movies coming up we're going to be doing with huge guests. For instance, we have The Wizard and up with Luke Edwards, the star of both movies. I mean, it's insane. That's what we do here on Save by Nostalgia. So please hit that subscribe button. We um, are available, of course, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, uh, and of course, Spotify. So we appreciate you guys joining us. Save by the Bell Season 2 is underway, and your money stays and plays right here with us.